welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, uh, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel and uh, today I'm going to talk about two new patients with migraines. Um, One of them is about 22 and she started having a lot of migraines after a head impact injury doing some um, something um, on the water I think like inner tubing or something where she had a bit of like a whiplash injury and she's had um, a lot of migraines since and I think she said she would have one or two migraines a week. So I'll talk about her first. Um, I saw her for the second time this week. The first time I saw her was about a month ago. Um, I I don't remember if we set up a, a, a follow-up and she canceled or if Um, I just let her decide if she wanted to come back. But for whatever reason, I didn't have a follow-up with her, and I don't know why. Normally with a migraine patient, I want to follow up on the books because I expect to hear from them a week later about how they did, and then, then the real narrowing down can begin because the first, the first visit is always a good guesstimate. Um, based on palpation and feedback and pain referral patterns and things like that. So um, when she booked her follow-up visit, she left a note in the system um, saying that she had had zero headaches for a month and they started coming back. So she wanted to come in for a follow-up. So I was very happy about that. Um, and what I had in my notes was semispinalis trigger point and upper traps trigger points. So she came in and sure enough, she had one side of the back of her neck that was really hypertonic. Um, this, the semispinalis capitis was so much ropier on the, on the headache side than on the other side. And she had those upper trap trigger points that are right in the front that felt super tight. So um, so I decided that's what we would work with. So um, so that's, that's how it began anyway. So I treated, you know, we did electric stim for 10 minutes, um, semispinalis capitis and upper traps. And I think that's all I did because I just felt, I just had a sense that I don't want to um, like do too much because she's she this is her second acupuncture visit and I just thought let's just focus on the top thing so I did those those for 10 minutes and then um and the semispinalis capitis 
was so relaxed after that that I didn't even do any, I didn't need to do a trigger point release. And um, the upper traps, I did want to get a good couple twitches out of just to relax that front part of the traps that goes up the neck because I feel like that's that's the headache part. That's the part that's going to pull on the back of the head and entrap the occipital nerves and cause um, the headaches to flare. So I, I did that. And then I had her lie on her side and I noticed that her SCM was standing out on the left side, her headache side. And uh, so I asked her, if, and I pressed behind her ear um, if she had sensitivity there, and she said yes. So I realized that there there's very likely some uh, entrapment of the lesser occipital nerve there behind the ear, that retroauricular area. So I released her uh, SCM on that side, and then to keep it even, I released the one on the right side. Um, which was a little tight, but the left side was noticeably tight. And I think one of the culprits for her headaches. So maybe she'll have a longer lasting result now that I've um, um, noticed that that lesser occipital area. My notes did not include that the first visit. So I, either it wasn't flared at the time or somehow I didn't... Um, I ask her the right questions or something, but anyway, either I missed it or it wasn't, it didn't seem relevant the first time. So, um, fingers crossed. I think she's going to do well. The other headache patient that I have this week, she actually left me really nice, um, review, um, via square, which I use for card processing. Um, it was her second visit this week. And she's been having daily migraines for many, many months. She already had a lot of migraines, but they seem to have gotten worse after she had a bout of COVID. So she was having daily migraines. And, um, and she's pretty active. You know, she's in her 40s, but she used to compete in Krav Maga. She's, uh, she's physically fit. She likes to exercise. She still exercises almost daily but um, chronic migraines. So um, she came in, of course, with a migraine on her first visit. And sometimes that's actually helpful because the stuff is flared up and you can really feel the muscles and get a sense of what's sensitized. So she had some suboccipital muscles that, that stood out as sensitized as well as some of the upper trap um, tension that I would expect to see on someone with Who's getting migraines. Um, so that's what I worked with on her first visit. And when I saw her, and her first visit was last week. So I had the follow-up and then she came this week and she was so happy because she had five, she had, uh, what she have, like two days after treatment where she still had a headache, though I think it was like less of a migraine, more of a tension headache. And then her headaches didn't come back. She she had um, five, and then the treatment day was day six with no headache, which is amazing. So great. So 
I continue to do a lot of the things that I that I had done. I palpated the suboccipital muscles. I found the ones that were sensitive. Um, I treated her upper traps. I treated her SCM. Um, I did some trigger point release of her upper traps. They were still pretty tight. And um, and I think her semispinalis capitis, of course, I treated, but I don't remember having any trigger points there. I think it was mostly for her. I think it was mostly suboccipital muscles that have been causing her headaches. So I'm waiting to hear from her um, next week, but I'm I'm really happy about that result because daily migraines must be debilitating and frustrating and really i would i would think they've just got to be so um depressing because you know to just constantly have your life interrupted by by really crippling headaches must be terrible so i was very happy with that result um i would there are some other um, podcasts about headaches. I think the very first one I ever did was trigger points for migraines. So maybe check that out if you haven't heard it. Um, there, I think I've talked about, um, I know I have uh, talked about other things like um, nerve entrapments for headaches. I really think that's a worthy um, line of um, self-education. If you are interested in treating uh, patients with migraines really look into those nerve entrapments um, of the head the greater lesser and third occipital nerves those are so relevant for so many people with headaches and we can have a very positive effect on um, those those occipital nerves um, by taking pressure off of them by treating things like the trapezius and scm um and, and semispinalis capitis, and obviously learning to uh, find the trigger points that are irritating those nerves is also part of that process. Um, we did we went over a lot of that in the Sydney course that I just taught. Um, that we did some um, motor points and trigger points for migraine headaches. Um, that those videos will be coming out soon on Podia, uh, but I I just think if you're interested, you know, really, you know, educate yourself on on the the occipital nerves and those uh, entrapments. Um, I personally love uh, Dr. Trescott's book, uh, Peripheral Nerve Entrapments. It's a blue book. You can find it on Amazon. Um, it's not cheap, and and it's gold. So look, it's Andrea Trescott. Um, she's an MD, and she's all about peripheral nerve entrapments, um, how to diagnose and treat based on, you know, in her book, using a lot of palpation, um, sort of understanding what else it could be if it's not that. Um, and uh, she gives really good diagrams of where people will have pain or numbness when these nerves are entrapped. And then she shows her injection sites. There's photos of, of how she's injecting. And she uses electric stimulation on the needle very often um, 
before removing it. So she'll put the needle in, put some stim on it, and then she injects the uh, lidocaine, I, I think it is. Um, but it's, it's a methodology that's easily translated to an acupuncture treatment. So understanding the nerve entrapments is, is key for great assessment, and then it's not hard to apply an acupuncture treatment according to what Dr. Trescott is doing with a syringe. Okay, so um, that's it for today. Um, yeah, so almost over my jet lag. I I missed uh, recording last week. I've just uh, been struggling uh, really rough when you can only sleep like an hour at a time and you keep waking up and wondering if is it six in the morning yet and it's only like 1 a.m., but um, anyway, I think I'll be um, back to normal very soon and uh, hopefully recording every week. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon.